0: Welcome to the Noon at Northside podcast with your host, Pastor Stephanie. Well, welcome back, everybody. We are into a new month, the month of May. And for those of you who are aware, the month of May is Mental Health Awareness Month. So I'm super excited that this month, our topic for this podcast is on mental health. Now, for those of you who are here at Northside, you guys are pretty familiar, that I'm a huge advocate for mental health. It's one of my spiritual passions. Um, it's something that you know I'm just passionate about understanding, about learning, as well as passionate about, including in my ministry, just educating um, other people on what it is, helping them uh, understand it, helping them understand themselves and their own mental health. It's been a huge part of my own life, and so it's become something that I'm, you know, I look forward to every year getting the chance to kind of speak about this here at Northside. So one thing, you know, as we're getting into this topic that I want to make clear. When I talk about mental health, I'm not just talking about mental illnesses because a lot of people they get a little put off when we talk about mental health because they think it's just for those who suffer some kind of illness, suffer some kind of disorder, like Uh, severe anxiety, depression, or any number of mental illnesses. And although talking about mental illnesses is a huge part of talking about mental mental health, it's not the only part. And I want to make it clear that whether you're listening to this as someone who deals with a mental health issue, or as someone who really doesn't struggle a lot with mental illnesses, I want you to know that understanding mental health can work for everybody that regardless of which side you fall on you can too learn more about your mental health you can learn more about what it means to have good healthy mental health and how it can help you help build those bridges um, between you and other people because one thing that does cause a lot of divides even in the church is this conversation of mental health whether or not we're dividing ourselves based off of who has a mental illness and who doesn't or whether we're dividing ourselves because we're one side seems more healthy and one side seems more unhealthy. So, as we're getting into this topic, we're going to spend most of the time just talking about what is mental health because, you know, last year if you guys are, remember, we talked a lot about You know, this conversation when we had our mental health seminar here, Uh, we brought in Dr. Jenny Sears to, you know, communicate with us about what mental health is, what ACEs is, um, what mental illnesses are, and how we can relate that to the Christian perspective. So we covered a lot of, you know, mental illnesses and stuff like that. And so today, you know, for this month's topic, I really wanted to focus on what our mental health is and how it can help us bridge gaps since that's the point of this podcast. So one thing I wanted to point out when it comes to mental health, you know, mental health is just the awareness of, you know, our wholeness between body and mind. You know, when we talk about physical health, we understand that that means to eat Right to exercise, to not load up on a lot of junk, to take care of our bodies both inside and out. When we talk about spiritual health, we know that that means, you know, dedicating ourselves to uh, spiritual disciplines, dedicating ourselves to spiritual formation, you know, dedicating ourselves to, you know, coming to church, reading our Bible, uh, taking part in discipleship and other things like that. But when we talk about mental health, we don't necessarily see it in the same way when we should. Mental health should be about understanding how we can better connect our minds to everything else that we do, how we can make sure that we stay healthy despite all of the influx of anxiety, stress, um, fear, uh, even depression. You know, a lot of those things, they take their toll on the human mind and the human body and we don't often recognize that those things are all tied together. We think in terms of extremes, we think that if we are talking about anxiety we're talking about somebody else who has this huge anxiety disorder or if we're talking about depression we think it's someone else who has this extreme version of it or extreme case of it. And not everyone is that person. A lot of us, you know, have a little bit of it. And in fact, whether we have a a disorder or an illness, we all deal with stress, we all deal with fear, we all deal with worry and other things like that that can put a toll on us and our daily lives. And so it's important to take time out to really keep our minds sharp, keep our minds healthy by, you know, breathing, by praying, by talking things through and by actually dealing with our mental state in a good and healthy way, just like we take care of our bodies and just like we take care of our spirits. A big thing that, you know, I've learned, you know, throughout the last couple of years is that awareness is key to this mental health, both in our own mental health and in others. Awareness is just, you know, our knowledge of what's going on with us. You know, when we're aware of our physical ailments or the things that make us sick, we're able to take care of ourselves. We know what we need to do, when we need to do it, and how we need to do it. The same thing can be said about our mental health. When we are aware of the things that we struggle with, whether it's in tiny cases or extreme cases, we're better able to, you know, understand, okay, what do I need to do to stay healthy if I'm dealing with stress or I'm dealing with worry or any sort of, you know, mental things? And the same thing can be said about others. You know, one of the things that we lack in the church whether that's the universal church or even here at Northside, is we don't always let ourselves be aware of what other people are going through and i think that's one of the things that you know has this or causes this divide between us and the church is we're always usually focused on ourselves and we forget to take time to say okay what is it that everyone else is going through what can i do as a christian to help them to make it easier for them, to make it more welcoming for them. One of the cool things here at Northside that we did that, to be honest, I've only been able to participate once because we do it every other, or every few years, is something here at Northside we call StratOps, which I've learned is a business term for gathering the leaders together to really like break down what we do, as whether you're a business or specifically here as a church, what our mission is, what our vision is, what our goals are for the next couple of years, and really breaking down how we think we can accomplish those goals, whether or not we have accomplished them in the last couple of years, where we are, good or bad, and helping us improve as leaders and as a church, as a church body, as a congregation. And the last time we did this meeting, we kind of went through the things that we had put on a list from a few years ago. And on this list, we, you know, we kind of stated what our top, you know, goals were, what the top things we want people to associate with our church. And we kind of gave ourselves a scale from... Red being we were really, really bad at it, to yellow being we are better than we used to be, but we're not great yet, or green, meaning we were really good at it and we needed to just stay doing that well. One of the things that was on this list was acceptance, accepting of other people. And I was really curious to see what our church kind of rated ourselves with, because in my mind, I kind of knew what color we were. You know, I've gone to this particular church, Northside, my entire life. And so I've seen our ups and our and our downs, I've seen people come and I've seen people go. I I was a little bit more aware than some of the people in that room with me of where I thought we were on accepting other people. And so I was kind of listening to see what all of these other leaders in our church, lay leaders and pastors, kind of to find out where they all Saw us. And I was actually pretty shocked to see that the vast majority of them, if not all of them, all unanimously agreed that we were red, which is where I thought we were too. And one person, you know, spoke up and said they thought that we were red because even though we really try, there is still this stigma that we might not be as welcoming. Of strangers that we would than we would like to be. We don't always greet them like we should. We don't encourage them to come and hang out at events and in discipleship classes like we should. We we walk into our sanctuary, you know, we sit in our assigned seats and everything. And you know, I I, as much as I agreed with it, I was really shocked that everyone else felt this way. And we sat down for maybe a good 30 minutes to talk about what we needed to do in these next couple of years to really improve that, because that was like the one thing here at Northside that we really, really needed improvement on. And as I was thinking about this topic of mental health for this month, I kept going back to that conversation and thinking, this is a huge reason why there is a divide in the church based off mental health. Is because each one of us, you know, likes to think of ourselves, what I need to do to be healthier. And we forget that there needs to be this idea of accepting other people as well for their problems, for their sins, for their issues, to say, regardless of what you're going through, regardless of what you might struggle with, I'm here for you. And then I'm going to do everything in my ability and my power to make this church more welcoming to you and what you're going through. So that when you walk through our doors, you know this is a place that you can call home. That this is a place where you can just relax. You can take a deep breath, that deep breath that you need to regain your mental health. To actually let your mind relax, let it breathe for a second and really take in what you need in order to get healthy. And so this conversation of mental health, when we're talking about awareness, is being aware of what other people are going through so that we can be more accepting of them, so that we can be more open to them, more welcoming to them. And I really think this idea of awareness is huge, not just for ourselves, although that's a huge component, but also of other people. You know, this is what's going to help us bridge the gap between, you know, the church and other people, or even those in the church. And even when it comes to the idea of mental health, we can be aware of what other people struggle with, even if it's not noticeable. You know, I'm a huge vocal person in our church saying that I deal with anxiety. I'm constantly talking about it. I preach sometimes with the idea of, keep in mind everybody, I suffer from an anxiety disorder. And it dictates sometimes a lot of what's going on in my mind. There's a lot of things that I do or say that I don't mean to because my mind is fighting itself. But not everyone is as open as I am. And there are a lot of people, whether we know them or they're brand new here, who go through the same things. And just to have our church environment be one that is open to those people, whether we know they're struggling with that or not, can be a huge thing to helping people gain good, healthy mental health. By making our church not just accepting of anyone, not just welcoming, but just making our church a good environment so that when you walk in, you know this is a place where you can gain a better, healthier, Mental health. The other thing that I wanted to bring up is this idea of regulating. You know, there's this concept that regulation is how we're going to kind of become healthier when it comes to mental health, when we regulate our emotions. And there are a lot of, you know, coping mechanisms, there's a lot of advice for how to self regulate or regulate with other people whether that's like self-regulation whether that's just prayer counseling whether that's you know finding biblical anchors or any kind of solo act that you can do like meditation or whether that's regulating others through pay, you know prayer through scaffolding through being present with other people through talking through your problems with each other dealing with empathy empathy and compassion for each other But what I liked so much about this conversation of regulating is that it is something that we can do to cross this divide, to bridge the gap by providing these opportunities for people to regulate their emotions here in the church, by offering discipleship opportunities, service opportunities, worship opportunities that allow people to pray to breathe, to talk through their problems, through their emotions, to practice compassion and empathy for other people, to be present with other people. These are all things that can help us in our daily lives. And if we practice them on a regular basis, even here in church, that we know that this is a place where people can come and feel accepted that where they can get these just natural resources in helping them regulate themselves. One of the cool things about this that I found is uh, a scripture verse in John chapter 16, verse 33. That really helped me understand this idea of regulating. And so John chapter 16, verse 33 says this, I have told you these things so that in me, you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world." Just think about what this is saying. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. One of the whole ideas of being aware of our mental health, regulating our mental health, is finding that inner peace of our mind, peace of mind, where we can calm the storm that's happening that no one else can see, where we can you know regulate how our brain interacts with our body and interacts with our spirit so that we can be whole that we can be healthy that we can be everything God intended us to be when he created humans when he created mankind and you know he talks about like in this world you will have trouble we are we know this we're aware of it we're always going to face fear anxiety worry depression You know, all these things that weigh on us, we're going to face these things. But if you face them as the body of Christ, if you face them with your brothers and sisters, if you face them in Jesus, having our faith in him, we can find that peace. We can regulate those storms so that we can be healthy despite the things that are going on around us. Because mental health just like any other type of health, doesn't mean everything is perfect. Doesn't mean you've gotten rid of the fear or the worry or the sadness and completely gotten rid of that from your life because those things are always gonna be a part of our lives. We can't just get rid of them and act like everything's fine. But the idea that we can power through those opportunities and come out of them the other side still intact, still healthy, is the goal. And when we come together as the body of Christ to wave, you know, to weather those storms, we can come out the other side fully intact and not drown in the storm, not succumb to the storms. And what I love about this verse is it says, Take heart, I've overcome the world. A lot of people don't quite realize, but that term, take heart, means to take control of your mind with courage and confidence in the Lord. That right there to me speaks fully into this concept of mental health. Take control of your mind with courage and confidence in the Lord. Mental health doesn't have to, or negative mental health, mental illnesses, mental mental problems don't have to dictate everything about us. You know, even I mentioned it, that there's a lot of things that I do that I don't wish I did because my mind is fighting itself. And there's a disconnect going on in my mind when I have panic attacks, or when I'm faced with a lot of anxiety. I don't always know how to handle it. But I can tell you this, when I stop in those moments and I pray, And in those moments, I rely on God and I rely on my brothers and sisters in Christ here at Northside. Whether my mind is disconnected or not, I know I can get through whatever it is that's causing me anxiety. I know that I can face it. I know that I can get through it. I know that I can get up every day and keep going despite all those things that's happening inside of me because I have courage and confidence in the Lord and that I can take control of my mind even if my mind is shattered and in pieces. And I think, to me, that's a huge concept to grasp when it comes to bridging this gap with mental health, is whether you're doing it on your own or whether you are the person helping somebody else pick up the pieces of their mind, when we come together, we can take heart. We can control our minds we can have healthy mental health that can get us through these storms. Being with other people is a huge part of staying healthy mentally. There's a quote that was given to me in a webinar that I took part in. It was in a webinar that the Church of the Nazarene, what was once uh, SDMI Global put on, um, where we were talking about anxiety in the church. And the person who was giving this webinar gave me a quote from Martin Luther, who says this, Solitude produces melancholy. When we are alone, the worst and saddest things come to mind. We reflect in detail upon all sorts of evils. And if we have encountered adversity in our lives, we dwell upon it as much as possible, magnify it, think that no one else is so unhappy as we are, and imagine the worst possible consequences. In short, we, when we are alone, we think of one thing and another. We leap to conclusions and we interpret everything in the worst light. And on the other hand, we imagine that other people are very happy and it distresses us that things go well for them and evil with us. This idea of being alone worsens mental health. We're constantly battling ourselves, we're constantly, our mind is splitting into two. But when we come together with other people, it helps solidify our minds, it helps eradicate those evil thoughts those worst light that we imagine everything in we're actually face to face with people who can help us improve ourselves who can be aware of what we're going through just as much as we are who can help regulate us with her, with them you know this idea that we can as a whole come together and take heart i mean that's the whole reason we believe in the church being the body of christ each of us a member, but all of us one body, one mind, in one person, Christ Jesus. We don't have to do this alone. We shouldn't do this alone. We're not supposed to do this alone. You know, last month we talked about women in ministry, and I brought up the creation mandate. And I talked about, you know, the reason God created woman was because he said it was not good for man, for humanity, to be alone. And so as we're getting to this concept of mental health, it's the same thing. When we come together, when we actually bridge that gap, we all have the opportunity to improve our mental health. One of my favorite books that I read at Olive Ed. Um, it's called Mental Health and the Church. It's a ministry handbook for including children and adults with any number of mental illnesses like ADHD, anxiety, mood disorders, and other, you know, common mental health conditions. And what I loved about this book, and I highly recommend that everyone read this, um, whether you are a pastor or a lay leader or just some person in the church, someone who attends the church, because this is a book that helps break down how we can include other people, how we can be accepting of other people who maybe have a hidden problem, a hidden disability, something that they don't verbally address as soon as they walk in the door, because no one walks in the church door and says, hey, I do this kind of a sin or I have this kind of a problem. A lot of times we keep that that stuff to ourselves, but we can make the environment a place where they feel comfortable sharing those things, where they feel comfortable, you know, addressing those problems here in the church or here specifically at Northside. You know, it's a part of our culture to keep our things hidden, to isolate ourselves, but the church is countercultural. The church is meant to go away from the the norms of the world. You know, not to conform to the world but to be transformed by the renewing of our mind, you know. That whole part of the Bible is true. We're supposed to c- counter what the world says is right because we know that in Jesus, you know, we know what's right in Jesus. And if the world tells us that we should hide our problems away, handle them on our own, then we know as a church, the way to combat that is to openly talk about our problems and to allow other people to help us. And especially when it comes to the conversation on mental health, I know that the key to dealing with mental health, the key to having good mental health is coming together and taking a deep breath and working through our problems, being aware of our problems, regulating our problems, and doing it together, not on our own. Well, there's a lot more I could say about mental health, and if you are interested in getting a more basic breakdown of this, um, I really encourage you to stop me um, and get some of the resources that I have in my office. I have a ton of books on you know, dealing with a, ton of different, you know, mental illnesses, mental conditions, you know, how we can combat anxiety, how we can combat depression, how we can, you know, be a better church when it comes to mental health. I have a ton of resources, and I really encourage you to take a look at them. Um, you can also take a look at the mental health seminar that we did last year. It's still available, and if you can't find it, you can always let me know, and I can find it for you. Um, so if you ever have any questions, I highly encourage you to seek a professional, like a, a therapist or a counselor to help you, someone that you can talk things through, or even just a mentor, a friend here at Northside that you can you know, air your things out with and start becoming a better version of yourself, a stronger, healthier version of yourself, And remember that as we're bridging the gap and becoming more accepting, it starts with making the church an environment where people feel welcomed, feel accepted, and feel like they can face their problems and become healthier when they are here amongst us. Well, until next time, uh, in two weeks, we're going to have a special guest speaker here kind of going through a little bit more mental health, you know, what they know, the things that they understand um they're a little bit more professional about this topic than i am so i'm really excited about that so stay tuned and we'll see you guys next time bye